Holding the Ball, the podcast with Mike and Bomber. Episode number six. This is the Holding the Ball podcast. Kyle behind the uh, buttons over here. We've got Mike and Bomber back in the studio for another big episode. The biggest, I would have thought. Brought Bloody my dog dogs again. Back. The biggest. <laughs> sort your dog out. Uh, the biggest episode. This the is one huge. we've been waiting for. Well, some of us. Oh, I reckon 90% of our listeners. In all seriousness, we only do have one purple shirt in the room at the moment. So, yeah, it is a WA footy podcast and, of course, very WA-centric today for this podcast. So, uh, I guess we should have a quick chat about where we go from here because the last uh, five episodes, including this one, has been our thoughts and predictions going into the 2019 season. But we're almost at the end of that. This is the end. Yeah, well, we've got through all the teams. Great. Or oh, we would have. We will. This. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. Um, we're still working out how we're going to do this during the season and we're looking for some ideas and things about what we might talk about during the week. And Absolutely. I mean, a few things that we've talked about and we will do in the lead up to the season. Um, during the JLT, we'll have uh, certainly some pods that just focus on the Eagles and Dockers and their uh, progress yes. during yeah. JLT. Like we focus on every team now, getting close to the season would be good to mainly we'll do focus a, on a our detailed teams, analysis of, of both those teams yeah. and yeah. talk about how they're going. Yep, absolutely. That's good. Um, so, uh, and also, uh, it'd be good, I, f- I figured, to have a look at the draft as well, to have a look at if there's any kids that yep. might play. Yep. Um, also, yeah, had a bit of a look at the draft previous um, because they were able to make an impact. So, who's going to make an impact this year? Yeah. Yeah, last year was good. Uh, a lot of the draftees played, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, do. will it happen again? Don't know. Mm, don't know. Okay, well, of course, we love it when you do get in contact with the show, so make sure you keep the uh, feedback coming through iTunes. We've got the Facebook page up and running, we've got Gmail, and we've got Twitter. So, let's quickly throw out the handles. Yeah, at Pod on Twitter, uh, holdingtheballpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, on Facebook, just search for Holding Ball Podcast. So we also thought we'd do a, an episode in the in the lead up to the season, um, just focusing on our predictions. So I might even mm. there might be a future poll out there, or some or a post asking you on our Facebook and Twitter asking yeah. for your predictions for the Brownlow, the Coleman, the Premiership, the Rising Star, all of those things. So we can we can look. I think into we the might make ball. up a couple of our own awards as well. Yep. Of, uh, yeah, yeah, certain players. Absolutely, biggest mm. suspension, flog of the year. Yeah, um, all that Sounds sort of good. stuff. <laughs> um, but. Uh, oh, we did have, speaking about people getting in touch with us. Yes. Um, I did have a, a, oh, yeah, he's a good mate, um, <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a subscriber, which is great. Subscribe if you haven't out there. Um, Connor Duffy, uh, get in touch with us and say, when we're talking about Hawthorne, uh, how we could miss Isaac Smith as a candidate for the captaincy. Right. So, I don't, I don't know. know. I still think Shield. Flogs. <laughs> Flog. Flog. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I still think Shield's for mine, but we'll see how we go. Yeah, we'll see how we go. Connor, <laughs> Connor, you suck. Mike, you don't seem terribly impressed by it. But that's feedback. We love it. Constru- Isaac's a flog. Connor, you're a flog too. Oh, cool. There you go. Oh, there we go. There's the sound. But thanks for listening anyway. Our biggest podcast yet, Carlton, Essendon, and of course, the bloody West Coast Eagles. Let's do it. The Holding the Ball Podcast. Carlton. We are the Navy Blues. We are the Navy Blues. One of the best songs in the comp. Okay, I, I was just going to say they don't have many strengths, but their theme song it's that's a good a strength. One. It's a good sing along. It's a strength. It is a good sing along. No weakness in their strong in their song. Yep. But Mike's going to talk about weaknesses all over the park. We are the Navy Blues. We are the old. 
up, navy blue. So if you're singing along in your car right now. <laughs> anyway, we'll get on with it. Good song. All right. I think that's Carlton done. Let's move on to... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well done, the blues. Good song. All right. So I think the most important thing for Carlton is to talk about the ins because there's a lot of ins. Hmm. Mitch McGovern. The Gov. Exciting uh, for Carlton fans. It's a good in for them. I think he's probably a little overrated at this stage in his career, hmm. but good in. Alex Vasolo. Yeah, well, we talked about him last week mm. when we are going through some news about a, a bit of a poor decision that he made. But uh, hopefully he gets right for, for Carlton fans. Hopefully he gets right and gets on the park. Yeah, good in, but, yeah, needs to uh, sort himself out. Uh, Will Setterfield, good player. Yeah, well, he was a pick-up from GWS, yeah, wasn't he? I think he was coming back from some injuries. Yeah. Um, but I think he was quite a high draft He pick. was. So there's, uh, there was talk that was a good get. For um mm. for the Blues, so it'd be interesting to see how he goes. And the other one there, Nick Newman from, from Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, I think yeah, that's a good that's a good pick. Uh, then there are other ones there, uh, probably the draft ones, which uh, are more important. Sam Walsh, number one draft pick. How do we think he'll go? Yeah, well, they likened him to. If I'm going to liken him to an AFL player, and if if you disagree with me out there, let me know. But they liked him to like your Trent Cotchin type, so he's not a you know flashy type player. Um, he's your midfielder that will just go out there and get it done, and possibly be ready for for round one. Good. Well, I think that he's probably a definite for um, playing a game this season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Liam Stoker was another one. We just talked about this. It's Stocker. Stocker. Fast. <laughs> um, so, that was always going to happen. Yeah. So uh, Stocker's an interesting one, and there's a really good doco that the Blues uh, released and on how they got this done. So Carlton actually um, took Adelaide's pick um, in last year's draft when they did introduce the live trading and because mm. uh, they really wanted Stocker. They rated him as the sixth best player in the draft, and they took him at 19, I think it 19, was. 19, yeah. Um, so really... Exciting to see what he holds. I think you were saying he was a big-bodied midfielder. Yeah, big-bodied midfielder. So, which is what Carlton need, I guess, because they've already got. We can't forget last year they had two midfielders in the first round: Paddy Dow and Lockie O'Brien. So, mm. they got a good midfield coming through. They do. Um, There's a lot of high draft picks in this team. But Adelaide are hoping that Carlton finish right down the bottom because they swapped first-round picks next year, so that's how they got that done. So Well, well done, Adelaide, because yeah. they will finish down the bottom. <laughs> so uh, Crows fans are hoping that Carlton near the bottom. So what else we got? So uh, that's probably it in terms of uh, ins, outs. There's a lot of outs, but there's a lot of sort of fringe players that have gone out. I think the couple are mentioned there, Sam Rowe, uh, delisted, I think. Uh, and he had played 17 games last season, so that's a little bit of an odd one. Um, Matthew Wright, uh, retired, I think, played 21 games last year, averaging a goal a game. So losing a couple of experienced players there, sort of uh, about 250 games worth of experience between the two of them. Yeah, well, Rowe, Ro, I think, had hoped of getting picked up elsewhere. It didn't happen, and Matthew Wright was one of those guys who, because Carlton had been horrible for a little while, mm. who just... Still kicked goals and still, you know, yep. it was pretty reliable. So he some, was some big outs there. So we sort of look at their team um, strengths and weaknesses. As we said, it's difficult to pinpoint a really strong point, but I think they've got uh, a really promising young forward line. Um, the likes of McKay, Kerno, uh, McGovern, 
um, for solo we were talking about, but we're not sure what's going on there. Um, so I think that there's some good players in and around there. Mm. Well, there's there's those big players in there. So mm. McGovern, McKay, and Kerno mm. are young, big forward lines that Carlton fans will be hoping for will be there for the next ten years. You would. And then you've got Petrovsky, Seaton, and oh, it's interesting to see how Fasolo goes. And yeah, um, but it's not a bad forward line. I think he'll um, he'll get plenty of game time as long mm. as he's he's fit and yep. and in form. Um, I think that they're they're pretty weak everywhere else. I think to be fair, um, the only other thing you might say as an upside is the number of young midfielders that they've got coming through. Quality young midfielders yeah, too, but they'll take time. They will. So, not sure there's much to come this year. Um, we think Sam Walsh is going to play straight away. Yep, yeah, round one he'll play. Round one play. Yep, slot in there somewhere with Murphy. Uh, Dow, Cripps. Yeah, Cripps. And uh, Cruiser, he was having some issues, wasn't he? Nothing. Cruiser's right. Cruiser's okay. Good yeah, well, you know, the big issues are guys like, gee whiz, they've got some injuries. They do. For a team that can't afford them, like Doherty. Yeah, that massive. That's really rough on him. And yeah, he was fantastic, well, two seasons ago now yeah. because he didn't play last season. Yeah. So, yeah, I think. And they that, gave him the captaincy too, I think. So and now he's not playing. Yeah, a bit rough. What do we think about Weedering? Well, there was, yeah, it was interesting. Like, he's he burst onto the scene. Mm. They tried him forward, went back, and was really good back. He um, was. But maybe just stalled a bit last year. And played a lot of VFL, I think, last yeah. year. And, uh, I mean, if you can't get into the Carlton side. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's not doing your development good if you're just getting belted as a, as a well, key defender. Thing, as everywhere. a Carlton defender, you are getting pumped at the moment. You are, um, but Weedering, I think he's he's going to be. Was he? He was number one pick. Um, so he was, yeah. What three? You know, yeah, about about three years ago. So, um, oh, they're sort of in the bracket, the Brisbane bracket. Like in a few years, they should be. Yeah, they've got that the ladder, all that young the talent profile. But mm. no, nah, Weedering. Yeah, I think we need to just. He'll be all right. I well, think. we'll see. He needs needs to needs to show some improvement this year. Mm. Um, what do we think about the coach? He's a little bit of a, a strange little man. Well, I've heard him around town being called the cliche king. Oh, okay. He loves a cliche. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he had a great apprenticeship, Hawthorne, but, and he came to Carlton at a tough time. Um, and I think everyone, based on what he did at Hawthorne in that short amount of time, mm. expected him to do wonderful things. But obviously this Carlton Difficult job with the, with the Carlton was side just, that he's got. I mean, you, you look at Rusey and he had three years at Melbourne and, you know, they still weren't playing finals. So Bolton, I think, has been at Carlton the same amount of time, um, I think. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but they, I think Carlton fans will be wanting to see some improvement. That's for I sure. think that's the key this year. They've got to show some improvement. And really, it shouldn't be too hard because I think they only had two wins last year. So yeah. if you can at least double that, that's an improvement. Do they, do they play Gold Coast twice? I don't know. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. That could be a struggle. But Bolts is someone, I think he may come under pressure if they... They have ugly losses. Your team's down yeah. the bottom. You don't mind seeing your team down the bottom because it's the 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 you know the cycle. Yep. If you're competitive, um, what you don't want to see, you're not going to go pay good money to go and see your team pumped by ten goals every week. Mm. So they need to put up some decent performances. They do. But saying that, I think we're going to see them finish at the bottom. Well, I, I've said second last. Yep. 
a challenge for the wooden spoon. Yeah, well, that, oh, that might be big game of the year. Last game of the season, Carlton Gold Coast for the wooden spoon. That Wouldn't would be, that be exciting? Be great. Um, so, yeah, I've got them in the same spot. But um, Yeah, I think Carlton just needs to aim, improve this year. Third youngest list, um, shows some improvement, and I think the supporters will get it behind them. This is Holding the Ball, the podcast. Talking the Bombers. Yeah, the Bombers. Um, exciting times, and I'll, I mean, I... I never liked the Bombers, but now Woosh is there. Um, we've got a bit of a soft spot. Yeah, I noticed that you uh, shared the little thing of him going back to the Eagles yeah, a couple mate. of weeks ago. He's always an Eagle. Don't worry about that. Um, well, he's done a bit there. So. Yeah, he's all right. We've got the John Walsford medal, obviously. Mm. Um, but, yeah, his true home will always be at West Coast, so it's good to see him back there. But uh, the only reason us in WA, we like Essendon is because Woosh is there. Um, well. Yeah, it is. I think I like them because they've been quite exciting the last few years. Okay, I don't. But it's got nothing to do with Wilshire. Sure. Uh, so the the big news involving the Bombers in the off season was obviously the acquisition of Dylan Shield mm-hmm. from GWS, and that cost them their first round pick, um, as you'd expect. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk about that. What that means for the the Bombers midfield. Um, you know, he, he's and, and who he's going to play up against. The outs, you had uh, Cole, you're heading to Frio, um, mm. but he hadn't been playing a lot, so it'd be interesting to see if he, he gets a gig at Frio. Uh, then you had Goddard's retirement, which was a big talking point. He big one. was a bit stubborn in not wanting to go, uh, not wanting to retire. He wanted to go on, but um, I think his demeanour might have had a bit to do with uh, him not getting a gig. Yeah, he's always a bit of an angry man, isn't he? Oh, that time where he he, uh, threw the lollies off the table was just, (laughs) come on, Brendan. I think he's had a few moments like that. Come on, Brendan. On the footy field, he always looks like he's about to lose it. He does. So Mm. maybe that's what prevented him from getting a gig somewhere. I think he just wanted to play some golf. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Why not? Uh, Josh Green was delisted and Lewenberger retired as well. So interesting... uh, impact that'll have on their ruck division. Yeah. Um, so now looking at the Bombers and what we think uh, they have. Now their strength with the with the, the addition of Sheil is undoubtedly their midfield. So uh, their top three in the best and fairest last year were Smith, Heppel and Merritt. Okay, so Smith was one Smith of the best, one of the best uh, signings you're ever going to see. Yep. So now in the midfield they're going to have Heppel in there. Obviously still got guys like Zaharakis, um, Shield added in there, Merritt, along with the youth of guys like Parrish, McGrath, um, mm. and so on. Um, that is a, a really good combination. It's good, isn't it? And uh, yeah. I think that's that. I mean, I think that's one of the better midfields in the comp. Um, so it'd be really interesting to see. And none of those guys are, you know, the age profile's excellent. Um, so they'll be around for a little while. So midfield, a huge strength. Yeah, I think they've only got two blokes over 30 in yeah. their team. Yeah, so r- really good balance list, mm. um, the Bombers. Um, a weakness, I see their defence as a bit of a weakness. It was mm. above the bottom six, which were an obvious bottom six last year, they were the worst defence, okay, um, with Adelaide. Um so perhaps, and it's been linked, there's been discussions around the Bombers that that was due to a lack of midfield pressure. Yeah. So they've bought in. It's always linked. Yeah, they've bought into, they bought in Ben Rutten, the, the truck they used to call the him truck. Adelaide. Yeah. Uh, as a, uh, and that's midfield pressure has been a big focus on his and they reckon that's going to be a big focus for them this year. Um, so defence, I mean, they've got Hooker and Hurley down there. Yeah. Um, 
Saad running off half-back and Connor McKenna. Big year, I think, for Aaron Francis. Mm. Um, so he was a high draft pick. I was talk about him being traded back to Adelaide. He took, oh, I don't know how this didn't get mark of the year. It was a sensational mark against Port Adelaide. Um, uh, towards the end of last year, everyone thought, Aaron Francis, finally, we're seeing him, you know, step mm. up. So big year for him uh, off a halfback flank. Um, the forward line is a bit of a concern for mine. Um, Surely not. Got Big Joe down there. Well, Big Joe's injured again. Oh. Well, they reckon he's just started doing some match sim. Okay. So, but obviously... Um, it's always a bit of an indicator of how, how a player will go if they have an interrupted preseason. Though. Yeah. Mm. So he's just started doing a bit of match sim. So concern of their forward line without Danaher. Um, can they kick enough goals last year? Um, Jake Stringer kicked 30. Um, Tip and Woody... McDonald, Tip and Woody kicked 26 and Fantasia kicked 20. So we talked about these yep. even contributions of goal kickers. The Not Bombers quite enough. didn't have it. Um, so well, you'd think if Joe's there and plays enough games, he'll be over 20. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, but they'll be hoping for more from Stringer, I would have thought. Yeah, he does need to uh, show a little bit more. You know, what about the package? You know, he's he was such a... You know, an X factor for the Bulldogs. Um, then he sort of. It's only twenty four. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, I know. But so it'll be interesting to see what sort of where he goes, and because if you don't perform in this bomber side, I think he'll struggle to get a game because they'll be demanding. Like Wushed went to the Bombers when they were rock bottom. He did. You know, they were rock bottom, but now he's had a few years now at the Bombers, and they're expecting uh, big things. Um, so. The forwards, that's a real weakness for mine. They need to obviously stay fit. Um, and they rely on that sort of third tall, like Mitch Brown, sort of James Stewart type. Yeah. Um, probably a bit more than they'd want to. Um, if they could rely on Stringer and Danaher kicking 40-plus, I think it'll go a long way to Eston playing finals. It um, will. I think they're another team that if they get a couple of injuries to those those key players there, mm. they're going to struggle in certain areas. Yeah. So we see their midfielders being... Awesome. Yep. Um, their forward line, can they get it done? Can they kick goals? Um, it's a really interesting talking point. Um, they've got a lot of good youth coming through Parish, Langford, Laverde. Um, really exciting things uh, for the Bombers. Um, talk, I mean, we talked a little bit about um, Wusher already. So this he's well year, loved in here. He is well loved in here. There's a lot of love for you, Wush, out there. I know you're listening to the podcast. Um, it's his fourth. It'll be his fourth season at the Bombers. Fourth, yep. And each of the last two seasons, he's had twelve wins. Yes. Um, so last year, I mean, gee, a lot of people were questioning Wush at the beginning of last year when they started poorly, but they won eight of their last eleven mm. and finished the season um, well. And that's provided Bombers fans with reason for optimism. But I think um, the the expectations will be high now. People expecting the Bombers to go well. Um, so, yeah. before we get to our predictions, I've found a little fun fact on the Bombers. Oh, okay. A fun fact. So, the Bombers led their opponent in 2018 in every stat, right? Bar behinds, hitouts, and free kicks, yet they missed the eight. So, so you, you mean their opponent? Their opponent on that the, given week. Yeah, over the course of the season, Bombers v their opponent, they were in front kicks, handballs, tackles, all that, everything bar 
and goals. Everything bar behinds, hitouts, and free kicks. Wow. Yet they finished 11th. How does that work? Yeah, well, what are they doing with it? And obviously, maybe they're getting it up there with those guns in the midfield who finished high in the best and fairest, but they're not kicking the goals, perhaps. Mm. Um, so an interesting one. So um, the Bombers finished 11th in 2018. How do you see them faring this year? I think they're going to improve. Mm. Um, I just look at the team. There's a lot of good players in there. Mm. Uh, maybe there's a couple of weaknesses forward and back, but... The midfield is that strong. Uh, I think they play that sort of game where it's a lot of running and I think it suits the mid, the strong midfield that they have. Um, so I'm predicting, and this will come back to bite me at some point, I'm predicting that they'll finish seventh. Seventh? Yep. So making the eight? Making the eight. Yep. Solid making the eight? Definite? Uh, I'm more confident over the Bombers in, say, than, say, Cats or the Swans or yep. I think those maybe teams even the Crows are all heading, more confident on the Bombers. Okay. I think those teams are all – I think the Bombers are definitely heading upwards with the Sydney and Geelong are heading the other way. They are, yep. um, Also, something I didn't mention was their ruck division. Um, yeah. They do rely a bit on – Bell Chambers, who had a good year last year. They've they've bought in Zach Clark. Zach Clark. Yeah. From, uh, the old Frio boy. Yeah, had a great year at Subi. Yeah. Uh, in the waffle. Um, so know, he's he got was a second always chance. a good waffle player. Mm, so maybe he'll be a good VFL player. <laughs> but uh, Probably. Yeah, if Bell Chambers keeps going the way he finished last year, he'll, uh, he'll go all right or uh, well, he won't get a game. Uh, I've got uh, the Bombers finishing sixth. Sixth, okay. Um, so Who's uh, just below them? I've got... Well, I've got Collingwood seventh. Um, so we, we disagreed on that, as you know. Yes. But I, I see Essendon in this group of teams. Like, I've got seven teams that can contend, and we'll talk about that later, but I've got the Bombers at the lower half of that with teams like Adelaide and GWS and Collingwood um, who are strong but maybe not as strong as the top three. Yeah, I think it just depends. I think if the Bombers get on a bit of a roll, yeah. they'll keep going. But mm. I think what was early last season, we were on a roll of losing yeah. and just couldn't break it for yeah. you know early enough. Yeah, but exciting times for yeah. the Bombers, we reckon. Yeah, I think it'll be exciting Final to watch time. Them. Yeah. Holding the ball with Mike and Bomber. Oh, get excited, Eagles fans. The the moment has arrived. Uh, you can put the dog away. The, the time has arrived to talk about the Eagles. We're here at long last. <laughs> Good. Good stuff. Yeah, the Eagles, hey? Mm, the last thing we remember, the last time we heard that song was right at the end of the year. You know the worst thing we ever did? What? Making me talk Eagles and you talk the Dockers. Yeah, well, the last memory was Bruce saying the Eagles landed. They're going to put a big premiership up there. Brucey got excited. I got excited. Everyone's excited. How many times have you watched it? Uh, in full, probably only about four or four, but little snippets. Yeah. I must have watched a Sheed goal. <laughs> We're going into the 50s and 60s. Oh, really? Oh, Sheed from the boundary and just giving it to the Collingwood supporters in front of him. Good times, good memories. Talk to me about For the some. Eagles, Mike. Well, it's going to be extremely difficult for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> where do we even start with this team? I might just leave. Should I just leave? <laughs> hang around, mate. We like it hang around. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, so let's go through it. Inns, 
Tom Hickey, thoughts? I think Hickey, whilst he's no star, I think he's better than Lysette. Better? Yeah. Uh, Well, if you look at his stats, he's marginally better in everything. Okay. Just marginally, like not much. But, you know, I plain flip of a coin. Yeah. I told my thoughts on Lysette in the previous uh, Mm. podcast. But I think, you know, at the end of the day, I think Hickey's number three. And if when Nick Nat gets back, it's Nick Nat and Vardy. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Uh, unless Hickey turns into a Vardy. Maybe. Because Vardy's probably come over as a bit of a yeah. not well-known and has done really well. Yeah, good on him. Um, what did you think about the Eagles in their draft? Think they got anyone of interest? Um, anyone will get a game? I don't think any of the draftees will play. No, I, uh, O'Neill, Foley. Well, they went with O'Neill for pace, and I remember talking to a, a mate of mine and we were just hoping the Eagles would pick up Valenti, but he bloody went to Frio. Beauty. And we overlooked him. So, obviously, um, the, the apparently O'Neill's the best kick, was the best kick in the combine. Okay. Um, but I can't see him getting a game well, in that Eagles midfield. I don't know. Eagles are a kicking team. Yeah, so... Obviously, and they wanted a bit of outside run. Foley, if anyone gets a game from that um, draft group, it'll be Foley. Okay. I reckon. Why is that? Half forward, and half forward's really the spot. I mean, they talked a lot about the Lacrae spot, which I'm sure you're going to get to in yeah. a minute. And he's a big body. He's been playing senior footy. So okay. Foley's the most likely one, I think. And what about the outs here? We Oh, well, before we get there, I think we should probably mention uh, Andrew Gaff. Probably an in, oh, technically, after the, the uh, he's a, him last season. He's a new signing because I think most West Coast fans were resigned to him leaving. So mm. to think that um, he's an, a really an addition after that grand final team is just, yeah, it's great. And I know there's, they'll know exactly who they are. Listen to this podcast a Bit on the Gaff hating wagon. Don't think he impacts games. Uh, Gaffy will have a huge 2019 yeah. and he'll be a big in. I'm excited. I'm excited to see Gaffy back. Early in Brownlow lineup. chance? Yeah, well, he's going to miss the first couple, but why not? Can he make it up? Mm. We'll yeah. see. Let's go with the yeah. All right, so outs Lacroix retired. There was talk of him retiring for a couple of years, but retired in the best way possible. Yeah, I think it was time. It was. Mm. Um, and then you've got Lysette going and Mackenzie retiring as well. Uh, and you weren't too happy about Partington getting delisted. I'm big on the party wagon. I love a bit of party time. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, there was he was a, our first pick a few years back and um, got a real breakthrough. Just ruthless. Yeah, got a breakout um, year in 2017, played a few games, including that win in port and didn't get a look in in 2018 which surprised mm. me um and now he's back playing in south australia so disappointing okay. but yeah i mean with the eagles midfield going as well as again did win in east perth best and fairest so it was going okay oh, really um so it was knocking on the door yeah so it was knocking on the door but not to be so i think yeah i'm disappointed to see him go all right so where do we think they're strong unfortunately they're probably strong everywhere because that's what premier sheet Premiership sides are good at. Um, you know, we don't have to go into this too much if you don't want to. But <laughs> oh, no, I'm happy to listen to you talk about it. Uh, Kennedy, darling. How long's Kennedy got left? Yeah, well, it seems like every year we hear about Kennedy having an interrupted preseason. Mm. Um, he really... Um, I reckon he played less games than he would like oh, by a long stretch mm. last year. Um, but... 
I mean, he's 31, so I think two, three. I mean, yeah. yeah. Just play the play at home, uh, what is it, stay at home forward? Yeah, I think that's where, it, I mean, what he's done so well. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he goes. It depends if he slows up or not. I mean, certainly he's shown no signs of that yet, but his body is a bit of wear and tear from crashing those packs for so long. Yeah, the bigger guys wear out a bit quicker, I think. Mm. Um, so we've got the two big tools down there. I guess you've got uh, Waterman coming through. Yeah. Did okay at times. Yeah, got a Rising Star nomination, yep. uh, Waterman, but then fell out of the team towards the end of the year. And then we've probably got, uh, what do we have, like the uh, resting Ruckman possibly down there sometimes. Yep. Um, it's the little guys, I think, that were really good last year. Uh, Cripps, it's been, I think he's a really good player, but, Probably not as well. Uh, underrated. Yeah, big underrated. Time. That's big it. Time. And they, they're saying that he's not going to be right for round one. That's the Ooh. news on Cripps. I think he's one of the only ones who's not going to be good to go. But Cripps, just in terms of his forward pressure, is just massive. Mm. Um, really good. He always seems to be on the end of those mm. ones where you're running from one end to the other. Yeah. No one knows. Oh, actually, Lacroix yeah. was good at that. Yeah. No, not a lot of people outside West Coast give him much kudos, but Eagles fans love him. Mm. And then there's the other two, the live wires, Rioli and Ryan. Mm. How do we think that'll go? Well, I mean, that was the difference last year. But between last year and the year before, I think having those two in the forward line just lighting it up and mm. they were just exciting, you know, really exciting. So I hopefully think, yeah, that can continue. For, yeah, struggled for the small forward area for maybe maybe a couple of years ago. Yeah, well, we went we had Lacroix and Cripps um, who had been there. But other than that, I think we were just playing resting mids down there yeah. and I think having some specialist forwards down there yeah. who just wanted to hunt the footy and kick goals and work as a pretty good team yeah I think it went really well it is well when you got the two two major tools down there mm. guys like that just love it yep um, I think a big strength here is the defence um, I, I always bugs me because I watch a lot of the Eagles but don't enjoy it um, but they tend to be you know, you've got guys like McGovern at the back who uh, who likes to mark the ball. Yes. And I think a lot of their game is built around the rebound. It goes down there, he marks it, or one of the other blokes marks it, Hearn, and then it fires back mm, they, real quick. And yeah, they kick it around a bit. I like to keep possession, then bang, there's a bit of a slingshot Yeah, that goes up. And it always gets me why no one... Stands right next to these guys and just stops them from doing it. Yeah, well, teams still stood on Hearn a bit, uh, not Hearn, McGovern a bit, and and exposed it a little bit. But really, I think in the grand final, Barras started to play that role. He did, yeah. Mm. And that's just another one that will stand mm. there and mark all day. Yeah. Um, midfield's really good too. This is really hard for me. <laughs> uh, what do we got in there? Yo, pretty good. Shuey, pretty good. Redden. Big improve last Big season. Big improve, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Vardy, uh, really good. <laughs> what can we say? <laughs> really good. <laughs> there's there's a number of players here. I think there's a bit of a trend. that The players that were sort of a little bit more fringe have really improved in uh, in last season. So Vardy, uh, where were we just talking Redden. about? Redden, uh, maybe Barras a bit. Yep. Um, these guys stood up, which helps the other guys yeah. perform. Career best years. I think Maston yeah. even. I mean, Maston's yeah. much maligned, but he, I think he, he played a role. Um, so that's the team. It's pretty bloody good. I didn't even mention Gaff and Nick Nat. That's mm. a bit of a shame. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think, you know, Gaff fits in there. 
Um, Nick Nat. Yeah. When's he going to start? Well, he wants round 10, I reckon, a little bit later than that. But yeah, I think we talked about it a bit. But, um, it'll be interesting to see what version of Nick Nat we get. Yeah. He's 30 now. Wow. Yeah, I know that time's flown, hasn't it? Has, it has, hasn't it? Yeah. But uh, it's hard with a, a big guy that relies on agility mm. and jumping, a um, bit harder on the body, and to have the knee issues. Yeah. You wonder if it's going to be a bit of a problem. I think I read somewhere that he was doing some ninja gymnastics yeah, or something just to try and land like yeah. a like a ninja. Yeah. So and he's been talking to Polly Farmer because apparently he did some knees and about landing and okay. Yeah, all the rest of it. Right. So interesting. So hopefully, hopefully we can get it. You know, I think and this is, I'm sure other clubs look great. I mean, Nick Nat's someone we want to see on the park. Like he's good for footy. He is good. Um, for footy, yeah. So hopefully, uh, not for free FM. Yeah, hopefully he can have a couple of good years left in him. So where do we think the Eagles are weak? I have pinpointed the Rock. Yeah. Um, and I think you know, without Nick Nat, mm. any team's going to be weak. But I mean, Vardy's done a serviceable job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think if you're going to pick a weakness, maybe the Rock is the weakness. I think that they averaged. They were twelfth in an average clearances last year, so they probably want to want to increase that. And with Nick Nat there, that would go through yeah. the roof. So, how do we think the coach has gone? I'm a big Simo fan. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> not, I, I, I don't know. I just think he's very genuine, likable bloke, and he's got the players on board. Yeah, um, yeah really good character. Um, I think he builds the right environment around there, and. Um, yeah, I hope Simo. I think he got got an extension last year, so I hope Simo sticks around for a long time. Got a bit of a bonus, bit yeah. of money in the bank. Yeah, well, they they. I think he said to the players at the GF that the the bonus would go to the players' trip if they won. So good well, on them. So they must have had a good players' trip. So we've been talking about the coaches over the other podcasts, and if they're in trouble, Simo in trouble. Wouldn't have in trouble. So. It would have to be a disaster for Simo to come under scrutiny. I think even if they finish last, which is impossible, mm. he wouldn't get sacked. Yeah, and and people still don't rate the Eagles list like they're saying. Champion data rates the Eagles list eleventh best in the comp. Wow. So people still aren't giving a lot of the Eagles, you know, players the credit, perhaps to the premiership, you know, the deserves. So mm. I think. Um, yeah, the Eagles certainly, a lot of people would see them as overachieved last year. So, Well, definitely. Certain people predict them to finish last. Oh, yeah, Robert mm. Walls, thanks, mate. Mm. Um, so it would be interesting to see if uh, yeah, if they can hold. Yeah, well, I think that they're going to be right up there. Uh, I don't know what you think, but I'm predicting them to be, I think I've predicted them to finish third. Um, and I've gone third purely because I think the Melbourne teams have an advantage when it comes to the number of games, the amount of travel mm. that the um, the West teams do. Uh, yeah. You know, it might just take a little bit of a toll. Yeah, well, I've got them finishing second um, in that group with top three. I've got Richmond, West Coast, Melbourne um, in any order. Um, I think mm. it'll be really exciting to see how all that, that unfolds. Um, but, yeah, another top four finish would be amazing. I just hope they get the wooden spoon. <laughs> wonder what the odds on that are. Hashtag back-to-back. <laughs> this is Holding the Ball, the podcast with Mike and Bomber. That's the end of Sepis... Episode <laughs> 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 6 or... <laughs> 
There was a lot of head wobble going on over this side. This episode well six done. was fantastic. <laughs> well done. That's great. That's our predictions done for 2019. Every single team covered, and we rounded out very nicely with the West Coast Eagles. Well done, boys. Mm. So thank you very much for listening. We're done it here now hard. Hold the Ball podcast. We're, ah! uh, <laughs> no, we're bloody not. Yeah. The show we, must go on. The show must go on. Speaking of the show, you can get in contact with us at any time. Of course, you leave your iTunes reviews. We've got plenty of those. We've got Gmail, Twitter, and our brand spanking new Facebook page, which absolutely goes off. And Mike, you found a brand new way to actually listen to the show. Yeah, apparently, uh, if you've got an Apple device, and if you don't, go and get one. I'm looking oh, there for you a go. sponsor. Thanks, Apple. <laughs> uh, but uh, if you ask Siri, she might help you out. Okay, holding the ball podcast now, plane. Wow. Oh, get around it. How good is oh, that? Baby, that oh, was good. Oh, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Siri useful for not much, but Th- that was really good. Thanks for your support, good. Siri. Siri, that's terrific. Anyway, the podcast, What's Next, Bomber? We've got the end of the predictions. They're all done. What are we doing next? Yeah, so we're going to have a look at uh, some of the young talent that's coming through. We'll preview both the West Aussie teams uh, through the JLT series. We're building up big time in the head uh, lead up to uh, March 21 Carlton Richmond round one mm. yeah get excited less MCG. than two months away at the G why that is the opening game of the season I'll never know yeah. it will be the biggest it's the top team versus the worst team almost yeah well, maybe Gold Coast. Yeah, so, but it's, yeah, good on you, AFL. Nice work. But anyway, uh, so we want we want to hear some of your ideas. So we'll put a put get in touch with us via Facebook, Twitter, email, um, and uh, and flag some ideas with us of uh, any anything you'd like covered, anything you want us to talk about uh, in the episodes and the lead up to the season. And as this goes on as well, uh, we know there's a few people listening who have got some nice deep connections inside these clubs. And of course, we want to hear about that and we want to get it on a little bit more. So if you actually want to be on the show and a part of it, of course, we'll have a heavy screening process, won't we? Yep. But we can do yeah. that. We anyone want to who's anyone, people. you're in. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got to get out of here. It's late. Should we uh, it wrap is. it up? Go Eagles. Ha, 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 ha.